uh, anything <laughs> anything you 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 need to know before we i mean you already done it so mm-hmm. it's changed a little bit but not that much mm-hmm. um all right fuck it let's just start welcome to the empty opinions podcast that changed. Yeah. I got an intro song now. It's 50 seconds long. That's so trying cool. to get a fisher. You know what I'm saying? I have like fucking mixer for the, for the fucking audio. I'm like adjusting levels. Like, and the beat is fire. Hey, yeah, yeah. He's a Dominican. He's a Dembo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. To like get the, you know what I'm saying? Like to get the mood up. You know, yeah. I don't want it. I, I don't know. That sets the tone, I think, for yeah. my internal speed. I mean, like, the way I think and how, like, everything that goes just actually matches it perfectly. Yeah, this is perfect. And I stopped rapping, so. It's okay. Yeah, because last time, you know, I, I tried to get you to rap, but yeah. couldn't. Uh, but I realized at a certain point, I'm like, yeah. People are going to miss your rapping. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I might bring it back. <laughs> Maybe it's one of those things where, like, it goes away and comes back uh, yeah. after a while. I don't know. It's just, but I like this. I like. This. Yeah. If yeah, exactly. And now finally, you know, it's not an uncomfortable white chair. I know. Do you remember last time? Yeah. It was really I mean, uncomfortable. It wasn't that bad. No. <laughs> it was. Right. It was comfortable. You know. Yeah. Nah, it, 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 it was fine. Yeah. It was not horrible. It, it wasn't horrible chairs. But now at least you know we got sofas. I'm trying to make right. it comfortable. Yeah. Listen, we're going up. You know what I mean? All right. Going up. Um. I will let you introduce yourself. You've already been on the podcast, but just introduce yeah. yourself as you see fit. It could be as short as you saying your first name, whatever yeah. it is. Okay. Um, wow. Hi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I go by so many different names. Whichever name you prefer, the most casual, the most formal. I'm D. All yeah. right. Oh, wait. There we go. <laughs> there you go. We got D in the house. I'm yeah. just going to refer to you as D the whole time. Yes, please. Uh, we got D. Mm-hmm. I remember this. This was a point of contention in the first episode that we yes, did together because I, I was trying to get get the pronunciation right. I think yeah. I eventually did, uh-huh. but I'll go by D. Yeah. Much easier. Yeah. Um, man, I was thinking about how I want it because now I'm trying out like different formats of how I want mm-hmm. the episode to go. Mm-hmm. Um. One of the things I want to start doing mm-hmm. is make it less about myself because I recently learned I'm way too narcissistic. And like... Um, <gasps> Who said that? I, I, it was like a self-diagnosis. It, it's oh, it's wow. actually something... It's funny because in the last episode, we talked about uh, psychology and like we how did, we find we that did. interesting. Yeah. I've been down like a heavy psychology road recently. Wow. Especially because like I happened to catch a video. It was like an interview with a narcissistic mm-hmm. psychologist or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I hear her talking. I'm like... I feel like I got a lot of this shit she's talking about, right? And then I, you know, I pretty much kind of self-prescribe myself the NPD, the narcissistic personality disorder, mm. which, you know, it's not, it's actually horrible. Yeah, it's it not is. good at all. It's um, good. But the, the way that I come to that conclusion, um, I think the biggest sign of that is mm. um, when, like, when you're a child, your parents, like, overpraise you, but don't. Mm. I guess connect with you yeah. when you're younger. I think that's what leads to narcissism. From mm-hmm. what I could, from what I researched, yeah, is that they they like anytime you achieve something, it was like, mm-hmm. oh look, they show you off to all their friends, right? right, like, right. Oh, he's doing this. He's so right. smart. He's yeah. this. Yeah. But when it comes to like, you know, like a connection, like oh, you know, how have you been? Right, like that right. never came. I don't think. Yeah. And they say that's where the narcissism comes from because they need all their self esteem from outside. Yeah. That's been, and that's, you know, that's something that I found interesting because it's like, it actually makes sense mm-hmm. because whenever I try, well, you know, when people be like, um, um, 
like loving yourself right it was like you gotta love yourself you you, you need to you self-love is the most important thing I, yeah to this day i still don't even understand what that means like it's it's a concept that is really hard for me to grasp mm-hmm. like I, I don't even know what would give me self-love what what could give me self-love you think i as think a guy you i mean just as a human being mm-hmm. i think you would need to establish a relationship with yourself okay Figure out what you like, what mm-hmm. you don't like, um, your interests and things like that. More so spending time with yourself, but in a very productive way. Right. Not like sitting down and watching TV right. all by yourself, but more sure. so like, I don't know, an example would be journaling or doing something mm. you love like this, for example. Right. And you edit videos. Right. So that's, you know, you're doing something that you love. Well, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. The, there's a lot of things that I do love. Don't get me wrong. That I know I love doing. I love right. watching movies. I love watching TV shows. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I, I was just watching the show on Amazon before you came. I yeah. like doing the podcast. I like right. editing all the social media shit, the mm-hmm. graphic design, mm-hmm. bunch of shit that I enjoy doing. Yeah. But it, it it's never. It's always like I'm always reaching for something else. You know what I mean? Mm. Like even the stuff that doesn't. I mean the podcast is weird because mm-hmm. I love doing it, but it does right. give me attention. So yeah, that's the thing. That mm-hmm. one's a little tricky. But like watching a movie by myself or TV shows or listening to music, that's yeah. all stuff that I enjoy doing by myself. Yeah. But um, I don't know. It's tricky. The thing that scared me the most when I was hearing like people talk about narcissists is like mm-hmm. how like they should they shouldn't like exist. Like, they should mm-hmm. never have kids. They need to escape the world so they don't fuck up other people. Like, it was some wild shit that I was... Like, the <laughs> interview I was watching scared the fuck out of me. I was yeah. like, they should never have kids because they'll never be able to love them properly. They should never be with any partners. If anything, they should go on an island people and be in exile <laughs> from society. I was like, oh, shit. Maybe I'm... But, but then again... Mm-hmm. Wait, I started this whole thing trying to say that I'm a narcissist <laughs> and I don't want to put it on me. Hold I didn't want to say anything. I know I got I distracted. Was just like, yeah, I, I I went all the way out there. All right, let yeah. me let me really back. Mm-hmm. So in my efforts mm-hmm. to not be as narcissistic as I would, I just was in the last five minutes. Mm-hmm. I want to ask the guest in the beginning of the episode, "How mm-hmm. are you?" Oh, and actually mean it. Mm. Meaning, not that I don't mean it before, but you know, in conversation, people are like, oh, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, like, yeah. I want to oh, actually so be like, how are you? Yeah. And now I want, I want to get like a, a, like an actual answer. Yeah, you know, you, you don't have definitely to get, get an actual answer. Yeah. You don't have to, you know, get super personal or whatever, but just, yeah. you know, just how are you? How are you feeling? How have you been doing? Um, Ups and downs. Like, I'm mm. all over the place because mm. right now there's different changes happening in my life. Um, and I'm trying to fluctuate and figure out, like, how to balance everything. And usually I like when changes happen in my life mm, because okay. it it's exciting. It's new. It's fresh. Like, not the same boring routine or whatever. Right. Um, so, like, I'm a little bit nervous, but I'm excited. But I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, okay, we got this. So... That's where I'm at right now. Is it like a lot of like juggling a lot of new things that are coming at you? And yes, you're gonna have to... it's juggling a lot of new things. So it's like, okay, I need to set my priorities. I need to make sure I'm giving my friends the attention that they need. Because usually when changes happen or when life just happened, I tend to just go in my own world. Mm. Like, yeah. and I don't 
like when my friends feel neglected or they feel like, okay, D, you're just in your own island and you're not communicating with us. But it's like I'm legit in my own world. And I always need somebody to pull me out. Because if no one pulls me out, I will get out eventually, but it will take a long time for me to be like, okay, snap out of it, go talk to some friends, check in with your friends, um, and make sure everybody's doing well. Yeah, Yeah. that's, you know, it's funny, that's kind of where, like, my, I'm starting to self-reflect a lot, and Mm -hmm. that's where my narcissistic side is coming out, because I was just going to be like, is that more, like, for you or for them? Yeah. Like, do you need to check in with them because, you know, you you don't want to, you want to check in with them, or is it, like, what, is it what it is? Like, what is it? Is it, when you get into yourself, like, Mm -hmm. when you feel like, oh, I'm not checking in with my friends, Mm -hmm. why do you want to check in with your friends? It's. A mixture of both. Like, it's for them and it's for me. Right. Like, for me in terms of I love being there for people. I love mm. being a support system for people in my life um, because it's important. And I feel like it helps build the connection and it makes it even stronger. Yeah. And then right. there's the part where it's for them because some people may, well, people do rely on me, especially mm. my family. So... Because they rely on me, I can't disappoint. Right. I mean, it's an expectation that seems a lot, on yeah. me. Well, yeah, that's definitely a lot of. Yeah. That's just a lot of stress. I mean, it is. But is it more? It, what kind of reliance are you talking about? Is it like emotional? Just like emotional. Um, but in terms of family, it's a mixture of both. Like it's emotional. It's just like I gotta be there to take care of them. Like financially, right, I talked right. about this last time too. Like yeah. financially and just. Um, just helping out around the house. And then in terms of friends, just like being the laughter that they need or being that distraction that they might need um, or just someone to talk to. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. The the financial side with the family, that's, I I feel like that's almost entirely separate. That's almost Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. it's, it's a thing you have to, you know, it's family. You just have to do it. But the thing with friends, tell me if you think this is fucked up. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's fucked up, but it's also not good. Like usually I've only... So one thing I've always known about myself is that mm-hmm. I when with my friends, yeah, like I only really text them when I have something like if I need to talk to them or if I need something, you know, from them. Mm. For the longest, I would tell my friends I was like, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I don't like small talk, this and that. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. But I've started to realize that it's highly narcissistic. Cause it's like mm-hmm. you're not giving a fuck about what they're doing. But I yeah. always say, you know, they can reach me anytime and I'll right, always right, be there. Right? right. Like I, I'm that's how i see it yeah but do you think i should be reaching out to my friends more often and like checking in on them instead I, of making mm-hmm. them have to ask me yeah jesus i'm fucking well the way <laughs> you Christ. put it yeah, i mean you're saying like you only like text them when you really need to talk to them right when i need something like from them and yes. i feel like there's some you know what's so funny and this funny like with guy relationship that's almost like what's mm-hmm. the norm you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't think guys ever expect you. Like, you don't see guys just like talking yeah. to each other all day. They're just like, you know, uh, if they want to. I see some guy friends who do talk on a normal basis. I, I, I'm sure that's and healthy. It's, it's <laughs> not like, um, hey, like, yo, I need to talk to you right now because I'm dealing with some family drama. I feel the thing is, you shouldn't always go to your friends when you have a problem because, mm-hmm. and number one, when you even if you do go to your friends to talk to them about your problems 
you need to be mindful because your friend might also be going through something. Right. And you going to vent to them all the time, you're making them your therapist. Right. And it's not fair to them. It's definitely not. I think our generation does that a lot. And like it hurts certain friendships, which is why a lot of people, especially on Twitter, they're just like, I go through things alone. And they make it normal. And I'm like, no, you shouldn't be going through things alone. Or it's like, I can't rely on people because X, Y, and Z. No, you need to rely on people because, you know, everybody needs their own support system. These are the people you go to anytime that you really need to just talk to someone. But it's also important to get a therapist. But we can't, a lot of us can't afford therapy because... America. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's so, funny. Trust mm-hmm. issues is highly normalized. Yeah. That's what I've noticed. Trust issues is like, that's yeah. just normal. Like, you see people post the most depressing. Like, I see rappers like NBA Youngboy, like yeah. Money Man, like random rappers yeah. that tweet the most depressing shit. And people retweet it. You know what I'm saying? Like, post it on their stories. I'm like, this is the most depressing shit I've ever heard in my life. And it's just yeah. kind of normal. Yeah. People are like, oh, you know, it's like, yeah. I guess now it's becoming more cool to, like, express your pain. But it's mm-hmm. like it's almost like normalized because yeah. people are sharing it like, yeah, I don't got nobody. They're almost like bragging about it. And it's like strange. It's unfair to your actual friends who are right <laughs> there. Like and I'm guilty no, of no, this. That's so funny. I'm guilty of this because I've done this before where me, I, I have problems, but usually I don't go to my friends for my problems. Yeah. I prefer a therapist because mm. I like someone that's an outsider to give me a different view. But um, I feel like if you have a support system, go to them. Don't go on social media and just say, I have nobody. No, that's actually hilarious. Because imagine you're like best friends with somebody and then you see them tweet, yo, Mm -hmm. you know, ain't nobody got me. I'm all alone in this world. You're like, then you got to text (laughs) them and be like, excuse me, what was this What the fuck are you talking about? Because I'm always here for you. Yeah, that's hilarious. I never thought about it. But yeah, yeah. that's funny. From those people that tweet all that shit, Mm -hmm. like their real friends might be like annoyed at that. Like annoyed, yeah. And it's a problem because it's like, then that means you're not building your support system as you should. And it's not even just about trust issues. It's just you need to talk to the people in your life. And there are people who don't have, like, people that they can rely on. Yeah. And that's that's very, like, sad. But it's like, what can you do about that? Yeah. But yeah that's that's yeah it's really sad that's why mm-hmm. we should that's why i should probably start checking in on people yeah. but it's funny because I, the problem is i see it, i feel like everybody is like me where like mm-hmm. if they need something they'll just like text me mm-hmm. you know or like let themselves be known like let you know what i'm saying like if they have We've an issue let that become the norm yeah that's be, the problem <laughs> yeah that's that is a problem because yeah. I, I literally think oh i mean because i see it i put everybody in the same way that i do myself in mm. certain situations like mm. you know if i if i gotta talk to cd about something i just talk yeah. to cd about them right like i expect them to do the same but people right, right. are different you know what i mean people he might not different. be exactly. he might not do that that's why it's mm-hmm. important to check on uh check on your friends yeah, yeah that's really interesting but it's also important for your friends to check on you and mm. i hate this mindset um the notion that Oh, if I check on you all the time and you don't check on me, then I'm going to stop checking on you. And that's kind of it's I used to have that mindset 
where yeah. it would just be like, oh my God, no one's checking in on me. I'm always the one reaching out yeah. to see how they're doing. And then I would just stop. Like mm. I did this, I think last year <laughs> when I had first started working. And I remember like I was texting good luck to a lot of my friends because they were like starting a new semester and I was already, I already graduated. And no one asked me if I got a job. No one asked me what was up. No one asked me for like anything at all. It was just like my close, close friends that yeah. knew. And I was really upset by it. Like I was right. hurt and Understandably, I yeah. stopped texting people. Right. And then come December, people were reaching out to me and were just like, D, like, what's up? Like, where have you been? How come you didn't notify us of this, that and the third? And I'm like, you never asked. You never checked in on mm. me. But I kind of stopped that mindset because I think it's very petty, number one. And number two, it's just I don't want to be that type of person. Like, I still want to check in on you, even if you're not checking up on me. Right. I yeah. think that's very mature. But doesn't it get to a point where that's, like, almost non-sustainable? Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it can't be one-sided forever. Yes, it can't be. That, but yeah. that's where communication comes in. That's right. where that's what you tell you, them. You tell them. You have yes. a conversation with yes. your friends and just say, hey, I feel like this relationship is very one-sided. Mm-hmm. Like, we need to fix this. Um, that's, yeah, I that's, feel like I'm always the one reaching out to you and you're never reaching out to me. Like what is going on? Blah, blah, blah. Kind of like that. That's very important, too. Yeah, so. I think that's that's what we should do. Instead of just not talk to them, tell yeah. them that they're not talking to us. And then yeah. if they care about you, they're going to exactly. change that behavior. And it's been a learning experience for me. Mm. So yeah. that's funny. Mm. Well, I, I feel like just taking a random person I haven't talked to in like three years. Like, I feel like you don't you don't communicate with me, but I've never right. talked to them. <laughs> <laughs> just a random person. Like, yeah. I feel like this relationship is very one sided. Meanwhile, mm. I've never texted them. Yeah, just, I just want to I just want to prank somebody. I'm, I might actually text CD that. Oh, my I wonder gosh. how he will react if I'll be like, Bro, I wonder, too. You know, what? I'm going to do that shit right now like, <laughs> yo bro i feel like our relationship is very one-sided. one-sided like what's up <laughs> oh my god this is hilarious he's either gonna text you now or he's just gonna text you later like, yeah you well let's see if by the end of this podcast he yeah. responds back because okay, okay do you do you you write the text okay but just what what you would tell somebody who's not really <laughs> yo this is gonna be hilarious I'm, I'm definitely excited to see how he reacts to this CD is very like calm, so I wonder how he would even react to this. This is hilarious. Yeah. Like, how would he even react? He might just be like, he might just be like, I didn't, like, very calm. I don't know. He's a very calm person. He usually never, like, trips out. I feel like he might, he might not even believe it. I think he might understand that I'm fucking joking with him. I don't have that relationship. I don't know. Let's Let's see see what happens. I said, hey, bro, I feel like this friendship is very one sided. Can we talk? Well, that's. The can we talk part is, you know, <laughs> makes it clear that it wasn't a guy. But, I mean, it is what it is. No, we'll guys don't this. ever. A guy to another guy, you think they would be like, can we talk? We would just talk. No. <laughs> like, like, I feel like, like that's, that's how guys would do it. generalizing it. You're generalizing. You're I, making it true. seem like that's true. all guys act that, that way. Like, it's right, a guy right, Yeah, yeah. Thing, definitely you know? generalizing it. Uh, yeah. I would say me and CD are that way. Let's put yeah, it that way. Yeah, like you can put we it that we, way. we 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 kind of just talk. Yeah. Uh, this is gonna be hilarious if he responds. Yeah. All right, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. How do how does a guy not fuck up the talking stage in our relationship? Because I'm in one right now, mm-hmm. and I'm about tired of these talking stages la- not lasting longer than a month because it's a random shit yeah. that might not even have anything to do with me. It might just be like an ex pops up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like 
you know, I didn't do this. I didn't do that. This person right. was already today. Like, it's, I'm mm. about tired of these fucking talking Talk stages, not lasting longer than a month. Yeah. I'm annoyed. I'm talking to this girl who I mm. really like. I don't mm. want to fuck it up. Yeah. So how does a guy not do that? In your experience, what Ooh. do they do to fuck it up? Oh, yeah, is I know. You. Yeah, this is definitely. Question. Yeah, yeah. You got stuff to say about this, this episode. One. I will not shit on men. Man, fuck that. I won't. I fuck really that, won't. but shit on Last man. time I did, this time I will not. Nah, nah, fuck that. You can do it. Oh. I, well, one thing I didn't tell you <laughs> mm-hmm. while you answer that question, I have to like stop and start the camera. Okay, cool. So I'm going to go do that, but you can keep talking. Okay. Um. Uh, I feel like with the talking stage, like you just, you have to, when you begin, you have to start your, in- like you have to tell the person your intentions. You have to just go straight for it and just be like, um, hey, I like you. Um, I want to talk to you. Or if you're really feeling a relationship, just say, hey, I really like you. And I really want to talk and build this to see it as a relationship, if right. that makes sense. You always want to tell the person how you feel, number one, and what your intentions are, because it's very important. I feel like we get into talking stages and it's so new and fresh and we don't really like talk about our intentions with each other. Yeah. And it sucks because that's an indicator like it's going to fail. Because yeah. down the line, let's say me and you started talking and we talked for like about a month. And in your head, you're like, I really want to be in a relationship right. with this girl by next yes. month. But the girl is, but me, I'm just like, mm, I'm not ready for a relationship. This is really nice. Like I, like, I like talking to this guy. And I might be talking to other guys, too. You right. might be talking to other girls. Or you, you want to be right, in the right. relationship. Yes. Uh, vice versa, too. So, yeah. If, like, if you would have told me in the very beginning, like, hey, I want to see this as a relationship in the near future then in my head i could be like okay yeah this is not working out for me because then you're knocking it all out the park But that's a problem that's why it's so hard for people to do because they don't want to accept that right away they want to have that hope that hope gets crushed right away if Mm -hmm. you're immediately like i want this and then then the Mm -hmm. other person might be like well i don't want that you were like fuck and then you're mad at yourself and now obviously Mm -hmm. that's better than you know it all this amount of time building up and then it becoming worse becoming worse and it's like you wasted all this time for what yeah. So, I mean, uh, I've had... That's just sad, though. It is honest. very sad. This is a sad thought. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just now thinking about, like... Because I, I was thinking, like, I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, how you're feeling and what your intentions are. But I'm just... I will be deeply sad. And it was like, well, you know, yeah. I don't want that. I was like, fuck. But you don't you know want I mean? to go down the line. No, I just, know. That, yeah, yeah, right. Like, I understand. Because then yeah. you're still hurting yourself. And that's yeah. even worse. You're right. Because yeah. in the very beginning, it's like, okay, you're still getting to know each other. But yeah. imagine down the line, you three months in, you're just like, I'm well, about yeah, to that's... ask this girl <laughs> right, to that's be crazy. my girlfriend. Yeah, three months. Is... And then it's like you ask her and she's just like, oh, I wasn't ready for this. Right. So... That's the thing. But isn't there something to. Mm-hmm. No, better question. Mm-hmm. At what point is it where you make your intentions known? Is it right away? Right away. Really? In like my first opinion, first date, first like first Hell yeah. Really? But everybody's different. Yeah. Everybody's in their own yeah, you yeah. know. Like if you know the person, let's say mm. you like you've known the person yeah. for a while right. or y'all started off as friends. Mm-hmm. And then it's like that's 
that's where you can actually tell the person, yo, I like you and I really want to see this like turn into a relationship like soon or later or whatever. Um, but if you just met this person, you should get the feel of them, like get to know right. them and really like see like how you feel about them. Like, do I see this person as just a friend or do I see this person as more than a friend? That's what I was trying to get at. I feel like because mm-hmm. that could also depend on whoever you're talking to. Mm-hmm. You know, you might depend. need to get to know them better to right, even decide right. if you would like it just to be just a talking thing or just yeah. an actual relationship. Right. That's why I think. Oh, I thought it was CD text. Yeah. <laughs> but it's from who is this fucking Disney? Uh, but uh, yeah, that's that's very interesting. That's uh yeah that's i feel like that's actually what everybody should do mm. i don't know I mean, it is i mean it is people are just scared yeah. also sometimes guys are just being deceiving let's mm. just not get that out of the picture they just want to have sex mm. not all guys <laughs> not all guys some, not guys, all guys. some guys just want to fuck yeah but they know the person they want to have fuck that they want to have fuck with yeah. yeah that's a good way of saying it <laughs> um they know that that person what wants a relationship mm-hmm. but they still want to but they still they still want the I mean, the intercourse yeah <laughs> i want to see how many different ways i can say having sex that's okay <laughs> um fuck intercourse having sex coitus coitus um smash mm-hmm. hit yeah kill that's a wild one. Oh my people used to say kill Wow. Back in the days. That's kind of wild. That's no, but yeah, that yeah. that's another thing that happens for sure. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of guys. I mean, I've talked to guys. We're like, you know, sometimes you really just have to lie to them if you want to have sex with them because they're mm-hmm. not going to, you know, want that. That's very manipulative. It's fucked up. But that's something that I've, I've heard guys explicitly say. Mm-hmm. Like, especially when it, you know, when it's because when that becomes more glaringly obvious, when it's somebody who's really beautiful, obviously, or like somebody who guys deem Oh, you know, not a lot of guys have had sex with her. Like, she, like you know, sometimes guys can get in their fucking misogynistic bullshit. Mm-hmm. But like a trophy, yeah. you know, person is like, oh, I had sex with her. Mm-hmm. Usually that woman, you know, she's not going to just want that because everybody wants her. She wants a relationship. So mm-hmm. that's when guys tend to do the lying. It becomes crazy. It's, it's kind of wild. Yeah. That like mentality. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you, you know what I'm talking about? Have you encountered yeah. any of that? No. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, that's um, good. That's actually very good. My talking stages, they were interesting. Most of them were a fail. I mm. think the longest talking stage was, I want to say, like, three months. That's pretty long. Three or four months. That's I, pretty long. I was like, mm, I ain't really feeling this, so I'm just yeah. <laughs> You just got it off right here. Yeah. Yeah, but isn't there something to also, like... No, I guess maybe not. Maybe I'm being naive. But, like, just kind of feeling the person's vibe. I've been mm-hmm. into vibes recently because I feel like, you know, I'm getting on my hippie shit. And I'm starting to feel like that is a very real thing. Yeah. Um, But isn't there something to you can kind of tell what a person wants based on how they're acting? Yeah, but then you would be assuming what yeah. they want. And right, well, yeah, that's yeah, not course. what you want Definitely, to do. yeah, definitely it's not. It's yeah. like... Me having a crush on this guy, and for example, and he's doing all this flirting with me, and he's, you know, just like making me smile or whatever. And me in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, this guy likes me because right. he's giving me the vibes, things like that. Like, that's the vibes he's giving. And then it's like, I go and tell him, like, yo, I, I have feelings for you. Like, mm-hmm. That you got feelings for me too and he's just like, like mm. hell no yeah like not even like that it's just like oh uh okay um huh. 
we're just friends. I didn't see yeah. it like that. Or you get sister zoned. Um, I've never heard that term, but I'm sure it I, happens. I well, I don't know if I created it or somebody else created it, but I will just say used you created it. it. Just get the yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. You coined that term when you wrote a blog at the, the what is it? The life of a of an African, yeah, the life of an African girl in America. There you go yeah. in that blog where you can check out dot com right yeah or dot com dot com. Mm-hmm. You yeah. go there and you'll see that she wrote that there. So I did, yeah. That out. I got sister zoned yeah. last summer. Mm. I got sister zoned. Um, so yeah, it's just like telling me like, oh, I see you as a sister and I'm just like, Ooh, <laughs> what? that sounds crazy. That's actually, that's like, I mean, it's fucked up obviously, but that's kind yeah. of fire from the guy's perspective. I mean, it's not, it's not, it's ev- very subversive. Let me say that. Yeah. You, you never see that. <laughs> but it's like, I respected that because it was just like, okay, you see me as a sister. That's yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then eventually I, I saw him as a big brother it was just like okay well so you got to that point at some point as well. yeah okay. at some point like because me if i get rejected or if a guy is just like yeah i'm not feeling you like that i'll just the next day i'm just like okay hey bro like oh that's good but okay you start talking to them that way but do, mm-hmm. do the feelings actually go away yeah they do go away interesting they go away really quickly that's because that's, it's just okay. like if I have a crush, I'll tell you I got a crush on right, you. Right, right. Because I just want to tell you. He's a direct person. And yeah, then yeah, it yeah. just, it goes away. Because, like, sometimes I look at the guy and I'm like, what What did I see in you? Interesting. Yeah, like, that's funny. What? I mean, that definitely does happen, like. Yeah. I think that happens with everybody. We start to look at, like, the people we had, like, crushes on. Definitely. And then that possibility goes down the drain and then you're just like mm-hmm. but, but she had this why did i like that about yeah that? you know what i mean yeah. we all do that because we, obviously i feel like psychologically a lot of people ignore red flags uh, and that's just something that happens when you're like in i think that we state. like to ignore the red flags. oh yeah for sure we i mean we don't want to accept it the i same love way ignoring red flags like it's right in my face and i'm like mm, i don't see it like I don't really maybe care. I think at the maybe it, it that's the thing it's like at that point you probably need just somebody like an external person to tell mm-hmm. you like yeah that's a red flag exactly yeah then you kind of get snapped out of it a little bit you know what I mean because it depends on the person well it, it, if it's like your close friend or something right, you know what I'm saying right, like somebody yeah. you trust and you're like right oh yeah that's true right like if I were to tell my, tell my sister like about I mean I actually I recently did it mm-hmm. because like Obviously, a red flag is somebody who's just come off of a relationship right. with their ex. Right. And it wasn't even a good breakup. It was a horrible breakup. Mm-hmm. That's a big red flag. Yeah. Guess who didn't do He didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't. Exactly. So if, but, uh, you know, and now with this this new girl that I'm talking to, mm-hmm. um, it, that situation isn't there. Right. But there was, there was something I picked up with her ex. Mm-hmm. And I told my sister, she was like, no, you're good. It's not a red flag. And yeah. I was like, okay, good. Yeah. So now I'm just checking with my sister, like, yo, right. is this a red flag? Because yeah. at this point, you know, I can't really trust myself to identify the red flags, red flags you know, immediately. What's something What's something that you're not sure is a red flag or not? Because usually a lot of the time I, I don't be known. Yeah. You know what I mean? I guess it, it comes down to like experiences with certain things. Yeah. You know, I, if you haven't experienced something, if you haven't personally experienced something that's a red flag, mm-hmm. you're not going to know it's a red flag. You know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah, hard for us to see that. Yeah. Um, you think of one? I don't know. Like, because some, a red flag that I've experienced, um, maybe the guy isn't really, oh, inconsistency. 
Mm. That's a big red flag. What does me. that mean? It means like replying back to me like five business days later. That's crazy. Yeah, that's not good. Um, I don't think that's ever good. Can we talk about that? I, I, like I recently realized that I was talking to yet another person that, mm-hmm. that obviously the, the person, whatever, regardless, that this yeah. shit didn't go any, really anywhere at all. Yeah. Like after two days, it was just over. You know what I'm saying? It was yeah, crazy. Yeah. But I realized that like, like something switched, right? Mm-hmm. Where like this person was very like direct. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you know, so when we're direct, it's like FaceTime me, whatever. Mm-hmm. Rent. Then like two days later, she, yeah. she like, we're, we're texting and then she takes three days yeah. so the energy completely you changes, know changes yeah, yeah at first i was just like oh maybe she's just busy right. we always just think oh maybe she's just busy you right. know what i mean but then i feel like there is something when somebody isn't responding mm-hmm. like immediately after a full day i think you gotta raise your eyebrow i think yeah. that's something that is almost universal i right. believe yeah. you know I, you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. i'm starting to feel like that says something yeah we tend to ignore it because we, it's so easy to be like, oh, you know, I'm overthinking this, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, obviously. And sometimes we are overthinking it. Sometimes it is, yeah. yeah sometimes it is. The but person I, could be busy and yeah. they just do not have the time to reply back to you. Um, and I've heard, like, people say, well, people aren't too busy to not reply to you. Like, if you're busy, you should say, hey, I'm busy and then go about your day. But some people just aren't like that. Or right. you have people who they look at the message and then they think that they replied, but they so people didn't forget. Really reply. That I think that's actually that's a good point. I bet you that happens a lot. But yeah, I don't know. It's just the thing about a day. Mm-hmm. I feel like a day of not responding to. I feel like I feel like after a day it becomes really easy to not respond to somebody. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think at that point, I don't know. I just I just find that tricky. I think a day is a cutoff. If we were to try to figure out what is the cutoff before, like, mm-hmm. at what point do you start to raise your eyebrow? I would say a day. Mm-hmm. When do you think, like, in time of somebody not responding back? Like, what's the amount of time that is possible of them just being busy versus, okay, now they're just not texting? Well, from my experience, the five business days later. I mean, that's that, yeah, that's insane. Like, I mean, for me, it was just like, I knew this person was very inconsistent. Like, mm. they just... If I would make plans, they would cancel on me the day of and just be like, I got other things to do. It's kind of or wild. like, and I accepted all of this. Mm-hmm. And then the back of my head, I was just like, mm-hmm. D, like, you're getting played. Like, what is this? Like, <laughs> yeah, you that's, need yeah. to stop this. Leave yeah. this man alone. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, if I, for me, it's just, I'll text you and ask you, like, hey, like, are you busy? Like, do you need me to talk to you another time because if you do that's fine and i won't bother you again because i'm not going to blow up your phone and asking you hey why aren't you texting me back one day is fine two days is fine three days is fine like a whole week is fine for me but like sure if i text like if i'm in the back of my head like if i text you and i'm just like are you okay like i haven't heard from you or anything and you text me back and you're just like yeah like i've just been busy or whatever like i'll just let it go but i think that that one week is fine because you don't know what people are going through right yeah um and some people they just don't want to talk right and it's not just you that they are no that's yeah that's that's i believe that yeah and some people Mm -hmm. they put their phone on do not disturb for a really good reason like they just might be that busy 
yeah. they can only contact certain people. Right, right. But it'd still be nice for the person to text me and just be like, hey, like, I'm busy and I'll reach you when I can. I think that should be the bare minimum in that scenario. You know, it like, should. It, it, that should be like, like a, a, a formality. You know what yeah. I mean? I feel like you could easily, if you, because I mean, how much easier does it make both of the people's, you know, mm-hmm. mind? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you don't have to worry. If you're the person that, for some reason, for you could go a whole week and not talk to anybody mm-hmm. and like not even think twice about it, mm-hmm. you know, you letting somebody know, okay, I'm, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm probably not going to text you for this amount of time because I'm going through something. Mm-hmm. Not only do you now understand and now you don't, you're not worrying about that, he's yeah. not worried about that, you know, because exactly. it's, it's, it's a problem that's avoided yeah. later on. No, I know? agree. I, I feel like that should be even for those people. Mm-hmm. I don't want that to be a skateboard. It was like, listen, it's not personal. I'm right. just like that. Right. No, at least Ooh, do the formality. That one too. I'm just like that, and it's like, what? Yeah, well, that's that's where the thing called compromise comes in. You know yeah. what I mean? Where you can easily, it's not a huge ask mm-hmm. for somebody. It's not you're not like let's say that that five business days person, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like you're asking them to text you every three hours, right? Oh no, right. So it's like it, you, like you said, you would even be fine with like the, mm-hmm. those five business days. Just yeah. if the person can simply just one text, listen, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm in one of those moods, or mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. You already know. Okay, it's gonna be five days. You can right. deal with that. Right. But that's a problem those people think yeah you know like they're not it's not their problem i don't i think that's the problem mm-hmm. you know people are you know how they're gonna be but in you know you we can seem like crazy when like right. you're like oh you have it's been five days you right, haven't right, texted right. and then the right. person's like damn you so neat or like whatever you know what i mean but like it's you like counted the days yeah. like what's up with that that's that's where it crosses the line into you know you're not being considered and, yeah. that, and that's a real issue i think Ooh, a lot of people aren't considerate no that's they're the not that's <laughs> i feel like you thought of a, a certain example what what yeah well what <laughs> The five business days guy. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that person. Yeah, what you already say is very inconsistent. I mean, yeah. how many of those do you take of like canceled a day before or on the day where mm-hmm. you're like, okay, now this is like mm-hmm. not good. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I feel like shit can happen, right? Like shit can pop off. Like I remember, you know, I, I told this story of how I was talking to this girl when I first moved out, that, uh, out of the apartment. Mm-hmm. And... I kept trying to get her to come mm-hmm. to the apartment. And like it, like a month went by because every time she would say something like, oh, I got this family thing. I got the family thing. Mm. You know, that's totally understandable. But mm-hmm. like at a certain point, it gets like you can't cancel for four times in a month. You know what I'm saying? Like right, four times right. straight. Right. Like what's the streak of like cancellations where you're just like, okay, now it's. I can't even make excuses or it's not even you because sometimes it's justifiable, right? Mm -hmm. It's not like Mm -hmm. one day they just decide, all right, now, you know, I'm just not going to see them. You know, sometimes it's like, that's what becomes tricky because sometimes Mm -hmm. they tell you, oh, I have to do this. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, my family is like this, my family's, and you know. If you cancel, how I know you're really interested is Mm -hmm. if you reschedule. That's if you're Very just important. like, hey, we, I have to cancel today. Like, can we reschedule? And you give me another day that you're actually available, day and time, that I know you're interested and you're putting, you want this to work or whatever. But yeah. if you're just like, cancel, 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 and then you never, I'm always the one rescheduling, then that means you're really not that interested. Right. And I'm wasting your time and you're wasting my time. So let's just stop this. 
Yeah, that's actually a very interesting. You think that's for both gen? Well, for women and men. Yeah. Okay. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Because now I'm trying to see. Let me see. Because this that now actually became. All right. Yeah, okay, never mind. So she did do that. I was looking for another red flag to see if I mm, found it. This girl yeah. I'm talking to, because she did kind of cancel. Mm-hmm. But something came up, but then she she did try to reschedule. So, like, you know, reschedule. now, great. Yeah. I Definitely. just wanted to see if she did that, and it yeah. wasn't me. Yeah. Because <laughs> if it was me that tried to reschedule, they'll be like, yeah. all right, well, can we do this instead mm-hmm. of her? Then maybe it will be a little red flag there. Right, but I was right. just, you know. And I'm very cautious at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, if you could, I'd be like, right now, I'm just trying to be as cautious as possible. Yeah. Like, it's just, oh, shit. He texted. He said, yeah, what's up, bro? You going to call? Oh, that's so sweet, man. I want to call him on the podcast. Let's do that. Let's do that. I, I want to call him. Uh, and we're like, yeah, bro. I just feel like, you know, <laughs> you know so, this is fucking hilarious. This is a great prank. All right, let's see. CD's call. I'm calling my friend CD. Let's see what he says. <laughs> Oh man. Yo yo bro. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, so you know, I was just call I like I honestly just I was thinking about I was thinking about like how I should be with like my friends. Just how a normal friendship should be. And I was just thinking about like when it becomes one sided with certain people. And I don't know, bro, I just felt like I don't know. I just feel like sometimes, like, I'm usually the one who's always, like, con- contacting you. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. What, what, what do you, what do you think about that? Well, I mean, I don't, like, I, like, I understand, like, because I do feel like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I don't reach out to you that much. And it's yeah. not because I don't want to or anything it's just because I don't know I'd be busy with a lot of other things too so yeah, I feel you, bro. I, I mean, I was just, you know, I was just letting you know, cause you know, you know, cause I feel like that's the the healthiest way to proceed in a friendship. You know, like letting you know if I feel like it's one sided or not. Right, right, right. No, I understand, bro. So, do you think like it's gonna become like less one sided? Do you think? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm oh, I'm CD. fucking with you. This was a prank. I'm with I'm doing a podcast with with your sister. <laughs> yeah, right. Like how? Uh, yeah, in the back of your head, you knew. Like, what the fuck is a lot of you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We literally talked about this like a couple weeks ago. Oh my god. Yeah. We're cool, but. Yeah, we have talked about this, how, like, with the, our relationship is very much, like, if we need each other, we'll just talk to each other about whatever. Like, right. no small talk. Yeah, I was just talking with your sister about, like, certain relationships are, like, one-sided and shit. So, um, this was great. I can't wait to put this out as a clip. Yeah. This is a fucking <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> All right, bro. I'm, uh, At yeah. least he was honest. Yeah, he was. You were like, very he was honest, just bro. like, yeah, I know. I don't joke over yeah, you. That's how, that's how it should always be. It, it, it could it could all be so simple with these other you know people who always you know have one side of relationships all right bro i was just you know i was just testing you and i mean right, and bro. you passed yeah we're doing a bike yeah well, well, well we already second time. yeah this is the second, second time, time. Oh, what yeah, are you talking time. about yeah, 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 yeah. all right bro I'll, I'll i'll call you ma'am no i'm not um you know i'll talk to you when i talk to you all right bro <laughs> All right, bye.
That one's wow. great. See, see, I knew CD. Yo, CD's so level-headed, bro. Like, he's a very level-headed person. What were we talking about before he texted back? Whatever. Let's just move on from that. Yeah. Uh, I have a question for you because I got to fix the camera. Mm-hmm. Do you do you think a, a relationship, let's, for the sake of argument, mm-hmm. when I say crazy, I don't mean crazy. Mm-hmm. But do you think what works better, a relationship with a crazy person and a normal person or crazy with crazy? You got to define crazy. Just like certain issues, like, yeah. like mental issues. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, not nothing that, not like, you know, like having voices in your head or whatever. Just like regular issues that certain people might have, like, whether it is depression, like anxiety, mm-hmm. like. But I wouldn't. NPD, you know I what wouldn't. I mean? um, personality disorder. Yeah, but um, I wouldn't call that crazy. Um, That's just. Like, are you talking about people with mental disorders? No, no, that's not for the sake of argument. I just mean that just as a word to encompass. I don't know. What word is better than crazy? I guess it's not a very good word to use. What word would work better than that? Like, what are you trying to say? Like, people with mental issues mm-hmm. that, that are obviously, like, manageable, but just regular... I wouldn't call it mental issues either. What do you, what do you call it? I mean, that's kind of what it is. Like, people who just have their own personalities. Like, because some people, they have tempers. Let's take uh, a person with a temper, for example. Like someone who, um, whenever there's an argument, they take it to a whole nother level when they could just communicate. Well, that's anger issues. Mm, yeah, but but basically what I'm trying to Someone who really has a temper. Yeah, well, right, right. Like, I get what you're saying. You know what I'm trying to say? It's like so, people have, mm-hmm. you know, that's... I guess the more common, let's just use like the more common ones, like let's say anxiety, depression, kind of funny, like what we're talking about, like the people who actually shut down for like a week, Mm -hmm. like that, that's actually a psychological issue that people have, like Mm -hmm. that, with like a regular person who doesn't really have those issues. What do you think works better? Two people that have those type of issues or like a normal, like a person who doesn't suffer from that versus somebody who does? Because, all right, let me give more context to this mm-hmm. because obviously I kind of just threw that question without any fucking context. <laughs> Makes no sense to you. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what I'm talking about. Well, I'm I'm really kind of talking about myself. Let's just okay. man, fuck this. Let's just be honest. Look, yeah. here's what I'm trying to say. Like, you know, I have I've realized this about myself. Like sometimes, like you know, like my anxiety and like sometimes depression or just you know. um What's it called when you, not bipolar, but like when you go from certain moods to other moods? Mm-hmm. I thought, I, I was thinking about like how that could be so like, like a lot for somebody who doesn't have that, that has to deal with that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like those people that have that kind of stuff, have a partner who doesn't suffer from that. You know what I'm saying? Like how does, what would actually work better? Those two people together or like two people that have those similar things? I don't even know how to answer the question. I feel but like... But do, uh, do you at least understand what I'm trying to get at right now? I understand where you're coming from. Okay, ask me ask me, ask me, me like que- more questions so you can understand it fully. And I'll explain it to you. It's a hard thing Let to understand. Let me try to... I mean, the thing is... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Let us get you relaxed. There you go. Okay, the thing is, the way you're putting it, it's like... For example, a person who suffers from major depression right. with someone who doesn't right. suffer from Let's use that a example. mental disorder. Yes. Or, yeah. So yes. I wouldn't say, oh, it's 
perfect to put someone um i wouldn't say it's perfect to put x y and z or x y and z together sure like because people come together for a reason right like oh i like you you like me we're together or we have a connection we have a bond and if someone in the relationship does suffer from a mental illness then i mean it's it depends on like how the person is dealing with that mental illness. Are they right. seeking a therapist? Are they taking antidepressants? Are they relying heavily on their partner to take care of them and make sure they're okay? Which is very like you're being dependent on. Yeah, that that, that gets bad. Right. Yeah, so that gets really bad. So, right. Yeah. yeah. What I'm trying to so yeah, because the thing I'm trying to say is like a lot of people can put a mask on. Right. When you're talking to certain people can put a mask and then once you really start to get to know people, you might see, oh, they they have this thing. They have this mental illness. They have that mental illness. Mm -hmm. And I always think about how that affects the person who doesn't know. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because you can get attached to somebody. Right. Mm -hmm. Not knowing they have Mm -hmm. these certain mental issues, Mm -hmm. uh, mental illnesses. And Mm -hmm. then you like obviously you start to fall for that person and then you realize, oh, they have this and that. I feel like that can be almost like it can blindside you a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I wonder who would be able to deal with like you know what i'm trying to say because i feel like mm-hmm. that's something that i bet you happens a lot i bet i bet you a lot of people you know like let's say fall for each other and then this the other shoe drops and like oh they have this fucking mental illness right mm-hmm. and then you are like kind of now you're not forced to it but it's a very tricky thing where you have to navigate okay mm-hmm. now i have this new information about this person that i like how do I deal with this? Do mm-hmm. I want to deal with this? Is this a lot for me? Yeah. That's a very, I realize it's a very heavy conversation. I just <laughs> realized that just now. Yeah. Like, that's a very fucked up and sad situation. And probably happens a lot. Mm-hmm. But I was just wondering, like, my theory is that mm-hmm. it might actually work better if there's somebody who's grounding you. Mm-hmm. If you have a certain, a certain mental illness. Mm-hmm. As opposed to two people with mental illness. That's what I'm trying to get at. You know what I mean? Like, if somebody in really, I feel like in their relationship, there always needs to be somebody who's more grounded, right? If two people are just all out there, yeah, it's hard for, like, it's going to be a mess, I feel like. Uh-huh. You know what I'm trying to say? I get what you're saying. And not necessarily a mess, like, in a bad way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just different, but. Honestly, it really depends on the individuals and who mm-hmm. you choose as your partner. Because I feel like in relationships, people tend to find someone who can balance them out right like that's what i'm trying to say yeah yeah, yeah. that's that but i think the, that's very i important. wouldn't want to place like the mental illness aspect into it but be, like but you experienced it is that what you're trying to say i think i'm on i'm i, I would be putting that burden onto other people that's the oh, thing that kind of worries i'm okay. not saying like i'm the one that has to deal with it i think right. i kind of you know, it is obviously things that I'm working on myself, but I just have that worry of like, mm-hmm. it's it's it, that worry of like they might just be like, oh, this isn't what I signed up for. Mm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I feel like that that lingers in the back of my head, and I always like try to keep certain things at bay. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, right? Like you also like this is a very like a much more accessible conversation. So let me switch switch it to this side because mm-hmm. you're kind of speechless in this <laughs> lane, but like. When, when, like, putting your best foot forward and putting on kind of, like, your best self in our, in, when you're meeting somebody. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. things, obviously, you kind of start to lose that because you can't put up your best self forever. All the time, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel mm-hmm. like that happens a lot. And do you think it's important 
for people do you think that's harmful where people put like try to put too much of their best foot forward what do you think about that because then maybe it can lead to a certain expectation that's not to um it does lead to a certain expectation you know what i mean like it's honestly not... well i'm gonna speak for myself yeah yeah when i um talk to someone new or i get into a new relationship i love just i'm the one that usually asks all the questions mm. like i'll ask the, the guy like what makes you mad Mm, what sometimes they get in their really head. Yeah. Gets, like I, it's not that's getting in That's a great question. Head. That's a great fucking question. Because I question. feel like that's a great question. I'm getting to know you. Like I want to hear it from you, but I'm also going to see how you like act, right. like your behavior. I know this sounds so weird. I don't like analyzing people, but it's just a habit of mine to just I want to know. But who I think you that's are. good. I, I, I feel like that's. Doesn't that lead to a better? I mean, I feel like that's not something you. But here's the thing: it's not that bad. It's I don't one-sided. Think. It's not like the other person is <laughs> right, analyzing right, me right. and figuring <laughs> right, out right. who I am. Because a yeah. lot of the guys that I used to talk to, they would never know what would get me mad or right. what would get me sad or what makes me truly happy, unless I told them. But it wasn't like they were observing my behaviors and really yeah. understanding me as a person. Right. But me, because of the way I am, I just. I have to ask those questions because that's how I get to know you. Yeah. So I'm straightforward with it. In the very beginning, I don't ask you like, hey, what mental illnesses do you suffer from? That's very <laughs> triggering. And well, very yeah, wrong. that's not. Yeah. That's... Um, but I'll ask like what <laughs> what crazy. really makes I know. Right. Like, <laughs> no, what that's makes just, you I happy? just pictured like that actually happening. Oof. How somebody would react to that. It's yeah. definitely not a good question to ask. It's not. It's very. So it's tricky. And... No. But now I see. Yeah, that's very tricky, though. Mm-hmm. That's why gets that topic to be very tricky because yeah. people yeah or even asking like your traumatic events well right like i can't yeah. do that on the first time usually people just they end up telling me like yes i think on. that's a, that's because the way to go in the beginning i'm trying to build rapport i'm trying to build that trust where you mm-hmm. can talk to me about yourself right. yes um but i feel like the guys that i talk to they don't know how to do that so they never know who I am as a person. Yeah, and right. then in the like middle of yeah. our relationship or talking stage, they're just like, D, I don't I don't know you like that. Like you don't talk about yourself. Like what is it? And I don't like talking about myself oh, unless you interesting. ask me questions. Oh, right, unless you ask. Right, right. Yeah, right. that's why I'm just like, if I ask you questions, you could ask me the same you questions. Should, yeah. That's how I'm helping you to get mm. to know me better. I'm still stuck on that question, what makes you angry? I think that's probably one of the most fundamental questions that anybody could get asked. Yeah. And it could lead to a very... That I think that actually did you is that a question that you thought of yourself or is that like a psychology question? Because oh, no, it's not even just psychology. It's more of just like I genuinely want to know what makes you angry well, so yeah. that I'm not stepping on my tippy toes to just like not make you angry. Like, right. If I end up making you angry, I know that I did make you angry and maybe I know why I made you angry. Right. But I just think that that actually mm-hmm. thinking about it, I think that question can yeah. lead to a lot of personal answers in, in terms oh, of getting to does. know somebody and that's why I, I realized that and that's why yeah. i kind of was just like D, you gotta stop asking this question <laughs> in the very beginning because then i got people just telling me their whole life yeah. story and i'm yeah just that unlocks like, that for sure that's I think, not what i asked for that's so funny that really yeah. does unlock a person that's like the key to 
Wow. But then I get to know them even more, and I'm just like, okay, here I am. You know how many guys have told me their story? No, well, yeah, just from that question. Cause, and I mean, I'm like... <laughs> they just go off. They just go off. Yeah. Tell them, yeah, go off, sis. No, but you know what's so funny? Mm-hmm. But this question does have an interesting aspect to it that I can't really consider because I'm not a woman. Because I feel mm-hmm. like women, that question of what makes a man angry, mm-hmm. like physically could affect you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, obviously women having to deal with like angry men. Yeah. That could be life threatening. Yeah. So that's, the, you know, I'm thinking about it in a psychological perspective. But I think that's actually a pretty good question just in terms of safety of women. Because oh, there might course, be things yeah. that could trigger guys and then certain guys are just fucking nuts. Their yeah. anger overtakes them. They can hit mm-hmm, women, mm-hmm. could do whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So that's such an interesting question. What yeah. makes you angry? Yeah. We're at 57 minutes. So I'm about okay. to start wrapping it up. Yeah. We could have gone on for much longer. Yeah. I was actually shocked. I'm like, what the fuck? It's been almost an hour. Yeah. But what's the last thing I want to say? Um, what's the last thing you want to say to me? Fuck it. Let's keep this narcissistic shit going, at least for the podcast. What is something... How would you like to end the podcast? What would you like to tell me that would end the podcast? One. Like some, a, a, a word of advice. Do not diagnose yourself. Do not self-diagnose. Really? Yes. Even- you cannot self-diagnose. Is that true? Yes. Is that true? Yes. All right, that's my narcissistic. Like, I, <laughs> like I truly think I can. Um, but I guess I can. And if huh. you really need help and you really feel like you need to talk to someone, it's really important to go seek a professional. Yeah, I've been. I mean, if I've been. You're trying, yeah. able to seek a professional. Yeah. And you have the funds for it, because um, some people they really do not have like the funds to seek a well, yeah, professional yeah. person or a therapist and. Um, it really truly sucks but there are free resources online if you really search and do your digging i wish i would have done some digging so that i can share those resources here um but i know there's a lot of like great resources online in terms of like um therapy and things like that and just yeah Go ahead. I really can't. There's uh, so uh, is that like a, like a psychology thing they always say was like you can't really diagnose yourself. Or is it because most people like a lot of self awareness? Because I feel like that has to that has to be awareness is very different from self diagnosing because self awareness you're really you're understanding your true self right as a whole, but mm-hmm. then you got to think about the diagnosing part. Like this is a mental like. Um, illness that you're trying right. to diagnose yourself with. Sure. And there's a whole manual book with a list of all the diagnoses and mm. um, the mental illnesses and really like the symptoms that the person may have. That's why a lot of people they they rely on Google because it has it there. Well, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. you're still not able to do that even if you are able to. If you so you're saying if you're not self aware enough and you can read all the different types of, of symptoms. Yeah. That a mental illness might be about, you know, might might consist of. Yeah. You think it's not possible for somebody to be able to self-diagnose? I mean, if they know, if I don't recommend it, that's what I was taught. Interesting. And I really, honestly, don't recommend it. I mean, hmm. people, someone could. Um, I don't want to trigger anyone, but someone could go online and see symptoms of major depression disorder, right. and they might say, "This is all of me." And if you do see that, try to seek help. Right, for sure. Oh yeah, that that's the so thing. So if like, you see the symptoms and you're like, this aligns with 
what I'm going through right now and how I'm really feeling, you need to seek help. Yeah, I think if, even if you get to the point where you're Googling that kind of stuff, I think that's where you that's should be like. That's where you really should be like, I would like to try to speak to a professional person. That's a, yeah, that, I mean, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I, really just like reach out to friends and being like, what can I do? Like, can you guys help me out? Right. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I think, I, I'm, I don't think. You know, I I have a certain idea of what I think I have, but mm-hmm. I, I'm for sure not like one of those people who be like, mm-hmm. I for sure have this. Obviously, yeah. I have to wait. I'm not I'm that not, delusional. We're like, yeah, you have to uh, professionals yeah, ultimately yeah. who would know. I'm you not know what I mean? hindering what you're saying because you went online and you saw something. You're just like, OK, this is me like. Right. But it's like, what do you do with that information? Right. That's that's where. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. So it's important to try to like you see the information but really what are your next steps what would you like to do to protect yourself and your mental health yeah and to really take care of you hmm. yeah all right I just do not recommend self-diagnosis all right because you're gonna scare yourself yeah that's true like big time yeah especially with that video talking about the you know how narcissists yeah should that never, was yeah because <laughs> then you you end up researching phone. and you're just like okay like yeah. People are saying mean things about this specific disorder and like people who suffer from this disorder. So it's like you don't want to get into that realm. You no, don't want to get I into agree. that area of the internet. So you really just no, want to like you see it. You're just like, okay, I think I have this disorder. Like, let me go and see like some help. Yeah, that's a great point and that's a great way to end it. Yeah. D, thank you so much for no doing this problem. podcast. We definitely got to do another episode. This yeah, was definitely. way too short. Yeah, yeah. Could have gone for sorry. another probably hour, but <laughs> yeah, you know, you yeah. ha- obviously you have places to go, and it yeah. saves more for a third episode. Yeah, which ha- has to happen sooner rather than later. Oh, of course. But of course. Uh, thank you so much for doing this episode. This thank has been episode eighty-seven. Ooh. Uh, I think. Um, thank you guys so much for listening and are watching. If the camera worked. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'll see you guys next week for episode eighty-eight. Thank you guys Ooh. so much for listening.